Damo, you big sweet tooth. Yes, MP, you chocoholic. So naughty but nice, we're a hit at the Wellness Summit and I want more. Well, how does 20 recipes in their free ebook Heavenly Healthy Desserts sound, MP? Jeepers, Damo, I'm loving that. Or you can hop on down to their brand new cafe, Selection Cafe in South Melbourne and receive 10% off your favourite healthy desserts. Woohoo! To do so, go to sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch and fill in your details to receive your free ebook and discount voucher. That's www.sonaughtybutnice.com forward slash couch. So naughty but nice, delicious nutrition. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the legend of life purpose. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Damo. Hello, Marcus. How are you? Damo, I'm awesome. Speaking of life purpose, Damo, yes. we spoke at the summit about Stomatis Moriartis, the oh, great Icarian. and was that? I really, I was punching myself up in a beautiful, fun way. Did that you punch I your face tell in the everyone. face? Yeah, I reckon you would have punched that? your face in the face. Yeah, I, pro- I kind of did, but I didn't tell everyone <laughs> that you and I go in Icaria. I know, right? Next I was year. like, okay, come on, tell And everyone's all. like, tell oh, all. that video was so inspiring. And yeah, yeah, you, you, you would have been like going, so you're going to tell them? <laughs> you going to tell them? Are we just going by ourselves, mate? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'll be plenty of fun. You and I, Damo, yeah. one of one one year in the future, maybe in like 20 or 30 years, we won't tell anyone except for our wives. 20 or 30 years. And we'll say, we're just going to go over you and I, and we're just going to lie back and live the Icarine lifestyle. Mm. But anyway, next year, we'll I'd take a big there. bunch. I'd live there. Yeah. I think so. Let's I'd, do it. I'd but like next it. year, we're going June 20. I hope you've got it in your calendar. June 20 to 29. I actually don't think I have. I should have <laughs> <laughs> I The 2016, you put this in, mate. The 2016 Greek Island Icaria Longevity Retreat. And then I want you to put in there, Damo, 10 Days in Paradise with MP and Damo and an intimate group of longevity legends. If you'd like to learn more about this trip, then go to 100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. Find out more about this beautiful blue zone, Icaria. All the details are there. We'd love to have you join us. I actually now, don't have it in my calendar. Well, make sure it's in there now. What date is it again? We, um, it's June 20 to 29. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this on the podcast. Everybody, this is what I have to deal with on a regular basis. Pardon right. what? Wellness Summit? When is that again? What is that? What's the breakthrough? I heard you talk about this. What's that wellness breakthrough? breakthrough that we're talking at? Yep, that's right. February next year. I'm just sending a media request to Amber. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got this 10-day meeting request in uh, the Greek islands. Oh, dear. Please confirm. Accept, decline, maybe. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, maybe send Jacko a Facebook message and let him know that you've got a European adventure planned for next year. Oh, I sent him the meeting request as well. All right. Yeah. Let's let's get on with this purpose thing. Life purpose legend that you are. You do it so well. I don't know if I do. You no, do. Well, Jeepers, no, well, I'll tell you why you do. This is why I'll tell you why you do. Because this is what I want to talk about today. Okay. Everyone, not everyone, a lot of people are obsessed with finding their life purpose. Like, what am I going to do? What do I love to do? And that's really important. But the elephant in the room that does not get spoken about enough is Mm. who do I want to be? We talk about do what you love, love what you do. But what about be who you love 
and love who you are. Yeah, yeah. And you do this really well. Do I? If you're a good well, bloke, I, I, here's how I want to emulate Lawrence. Well, <laughs> how do we emulate Mr. I Perfect? I actually don't. I want to be more. I want you to want to be, be the best. I want to be me. The best me. Damien Christoph that you can. I don't. That was just a joke at the summit, everybody. It wasn't true. Anyway. Be like Lawrence. Hashtag. Well, yeah, be like Lawrence. That's right. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I do love what Lawrence does. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. So I here's want to be it. Me. He, Here's, here's, here's what I want to get to you at, though. You are a good bloke, a good person, in the midst of doing what you love. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of us in this day and age, in this fast-paced, high-tech world, yep. Yep. will find it difficult to do what they love and also be honest, sincere, kind, generous, respectful, mm-hmm. all of these things. You and I were talking about it just the other day. Let's, yeah, let's use the calling Telstra example. Why is it that people that we would consider to be very nice human beings Lovely. all of a sudden become venomous monsters mm. when they call multinationals like Telstra and they might find themselves on a call to someone in Singapore or Malaysia or India or wherever mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this meanness comes out. Nasty. It's like sharpness, sharpness. It's rude. It's, and there's no other way to say it. And maybe we're calling the elephant in the room for people that are listening, but there's no real... There's Who wins no real, from that? No, yeah, absolutely. It's no, lose-lose no. all the way. Yeah. And we like win-win-win-win, don't win, we? Win-win-win-win-win. So I want to ask you, wise one, mm-hmm. what do you think is the secret source to being who you love and loving who you be, loving who you are? You personally, if I said demo, how is it that you can maintain your good blokeness throughout the day? You're not a prick. How is it that you can be nice to people even when stuff's going on? How do you like uh, um, separate the two so that you can still do what you love but also be a great person as well? There's two things, two things. Because as you were asking that question, I thought to myself, what is it? One of them, and this, this may ruffle feathers, and I was actually speaking to Lawrence this morning and said, do you think I'm polarizing? You know, Do you think I'm actually you know, upset people a lot because of being a golden retriever. That's the dog that he, he often calls me as a dog. Um, oh, really? That's a great yeah, he thinks, one. He thinks I'm a golden retriever. Like I wag my tail and rough around, run around to people and go, what can I do to make you happy? What can I do to make you happy? Can I be your friend? Can I be your friend? He thinks that's what I do, and which is fair enough. You know, I do have lots of friends and I, I enjoy my social networks and I like to keep everybody happy. So I was I was kind of, you know, just pondering, do I polarize people? Because Lawrence doesn't. He, you know, he's got his point of he doesn't really have a point of view like he just has a process yeah um and actually i was talking to jody Bassel just before and she said lawrence has a process and i like his process and i go okay mm-hmm. there you go so there you go anyway so i digress but i was just reflecting and i think that there's two things that um that are important to me when it comes to the way in which i react or retaliate or um or treat people mm-hmm. one is my upbringing as a christian um, and I was brought up to treat people the way you want to be treated. Yes. And, um, and so, you know, love thy neighbor, all of those sorts of things that for me has always been, um, something about being just, you know, you know, injustice or disjustice or unjust or whatever the word is. I don't know. I think I just invented a word. <laughs> I've been speaking to Lawrence too much. Uh, the disjustice of it all, Damo, oh, is the, just unjust. The disjustification <laughs> of the whole lot. I, uh, I, well, you know, that for me, I don't like to be treated poorly. And so if somebody yells at me 
I will yell back. If somebody um, speaks nicely to me, I'll speak nicely back. Um, it takes it takes me, you know, a conscious decision to, um, I suppose, to run, respond to somebody in in the opposite way to which they'd be speaking to me. Oh, this is fascinating. Does that make sense? So I've, yes. I've really got to think about it and then make a decision. How am I going to react? You know, just recently I was involved in a in a conversation that kind of got a little bit heated. And uh, and that conversation, I wasn't even in front of the person that I ended up yelling at. Um, but because they yelled at me, I felt that it was appropriate to yell back at them. So when you and I were traveling the other day and I had a really lovely person on the phone um, from Telstra, um, they were being lovely. It's not their fault that you know things were going wrong. It's just yep. that I had to deal with the situation that was pressing at the time. The phone lines had gone down at Vita, couldn't you know, get in touch with anybody and needed to sort some stuff out. The best thing for me was to be nice because it's easier to, for them to actually focus on the job they've got to do than to have to deal with a, you know, a customer who is, you know, being terrible. So, you know, the, the thing that John Diamartini talks about is that you're a direct reflection of, you know, your circumstances. And so essentially um, what you, um, what you don't like about somebody is the same very things that you don't like about yourself. And so I don't like it when people fire up or get angry at me. So why would I then go and project my anger and frustration onto somebody else? Because I don't like that when it happens to me. So it's that yeah. same, you know, that's a faith thing as well as a, a logical thing. John Martini says, you know, do it this way. I go, oh, okay, good, that's logical. Then I get the faith thing, you know, from my Catholic Christian upbringing that says, you know, love thy neighbor and, you know, turn the other cheek, all those sorts of things. And so... Um, and whilst many people might think that that I've been brainwashed, I'm actually pretty happy with that. So, the, so, so your second point was the Demartini one, yeah? Yeah, the balance of things. Yep. You know, the balance. You yep. know, he, oh, I love this. I, I don't want to. I don't want to create um, agitation. Um, and so, if if I get agitated, it's high, it's likely that I'll ruin someone else's day. I'm going to be pretty charged up about it. It's going to ruin my day. Remember, you and I spoke about that. You know, we focus on that one thing that ruins the whole day, even though your whole day was actually awesome, <laughs> except for that one thing. I don't, I don't like to yeah. try and create those sorts of things. No snowballs, please. Yeah, none of that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this reminds me my, of of uh, my favorite exceptional human being ever to live, Alice Hertzsommer, who oh, just yeah. forgave Hitler for 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 the Holocaust and the rest. Yeah, and she said the reason why is because hate begets hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm going to hate this Hitler, I'm going to I'm going to be more hateful in my life. And the what haters does it are going to hate, aren't they? The haters are going to hate. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Haters going to hate, oh, hate, 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 hate. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is really refreshing to hear. All right, so I want to ask you something then, because I wrote down whilst you were talking about your upbringing, is that, and this is, I'm just going to put this right out there. The 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 religious ones might not like this, but just know everyone. I grew up very much similar to Damo, very Catholic upbringing. Went to Xavier College, Xavier. very Catholic school, very. church, all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Got a priest at my wedding, all these things. So yes. just hear me out here. I have a view Did that you say, not just, did you say him me out? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> him me out. Uh, Turn to page three thirty. Him him me out. Him three thirty. So my I have a view that we that we grow up in these in these uh, environments, love thy neighbour and and all the rest. But mm-hmm. but people have a threshold that for me is far too low to even kind of get close to living this belief. So people go, oh yeah, love thy neighbour and. You know, if I'm nice and, you know, nice things will come back to me, whatever you want to say. But people go, I love thy neighbor. But then they go, I love thy neighbor. But 
if he or she does this, then I lose it. So there's a threshold to the belief. They actually go, well, yeah, of course, I'm a nice person. I, I do these things. But if X happens, that belief goes out the window. So all of a sudden, we have what's called a situation-specific belief where mm. we kind of change the, the, the rules of the game. A bit like in health, we go, well, the body heals itself. But, you know, if something really bad happens, like a cancer or a heart disease or whatever, well, then no, the body doesn't heal itself and we have to go down the, you know, drugs and surgery and all the rest because the body doesn't heal itself. Yes. So with this belief around being who you love and loving who you be, Mm -hmm. what do you think you do in order to raise your threshold? Like you said before, if someone yells at you, you will yell back. My My initial response would be to do that, yeah. Yeah. But I'll also say that there would be times where you don't, it would probably depend on who is doing the yelling. If it's someone that, for want of a better term, you don't know that well or, um, again, for want of a better term, don't respect that much only because you don't know them that well. Mm-hmm. Like a stranger just yelled out the window something to you, Yeah, you're probably not going to yell back. Yeah, yeah. I probably, you know, if, if, I, I would only respond, I think, if it was... Um, if someone it was going to, yeah, I think I would. I definitely. I think everybody would measure their response, and I definitely do. I measure my response based on the impact that that's going to have. So, let's just say, let's have a hypothetical here. Let's say, for example, Amber raised her voice at me. Can't imagine that happening. Hypothetical, yeah. right? Hypothetical. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> 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 um, let's just say that that might, that happened. Um, it's unwise for me to raise my voice back. Yeah. Unwise. It's probably better for me to be as silent as I possibly can be until I've asked the question, why are you being so silent? And yeah. then to which I should then reply in a calm tone, um, oh, it's just that this is what I was thinking. So it's more, you know, that sort of approach. However, if um, life or death isn't a factor, um, as in the situation that I just mentioned just then where life or death is actually a factor, um, I, and it's not a factor, I'm likely to fire up. And so, you know, where a relationship could be damaged by yelling, um, I, I wouldn't, and I, and I wanted to preserve that relationship, I, I would just yell. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, if, 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 I, if I did want to preserve that relationship, I'll just yell back. If I wanted to preserve the relationship, um, I, I might raise my voice in such a way that there would be a tone um, that would then allow for conversation to then finish it off in a non-judgmental, non-threatening way. If I didn't care about the relationship, I'd just you know go hell for leather or just ignore it. You know what I mean? So, do you ever find yourself doing that? Like, it's the thing like, I can't imagine, just even in your daily life, mm-hmm. that you would um, like even using the Telstra uh, example from the other day when we were in the car. Yeah, like like that relationship isn't really going to impact your life. You yeah, know what I mean? well, I needed, like you, you well, could I have been a, a prick, but, but you just weren't. Because, sorry, go on. I needed a solution, right? So I needed to have a solution where they were willing to help me out, um, because even though it's their error, and uh, and they needed to fix the problem, 
um, it was better off that they remained in a calm state than actually being in a flustered state, saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, Damien Christoph's, you know, cracking it at me. Uh, what am I going to do? I better get my supervisor. And all that would be totally unnecessary. All they need to do is just investigate it. So if it got to the point where I was out of action for um, seven days, which has happened, by the way, with Telstra, for the Telstra CEO who's listening to this particular podcast. <laughs> um, and is I needed Andrew to... Green, I think his name is. Uh, you listening, mate? Not if you're listening, when you're listening. Yeah, that's right. I, well, and, and I'm seeking um, some, some uh, compensation. Um, then I may need to raise my voice. But it's unlikely that I would because I want a better solution. So if it's going to serve me, um, to, to maintain a nice, calm environment, which is the same for everybody. If it's going to serve you to have a calm environment, then you try your hardest to have a calm environment. So it doesn't, it doesn't serve me at all to yell down the phone at somebody who I'm trying to get compensation from. It, it doesn't yeah. serve me to yell down the phone to someone who's trying to actually help me out because they're going to help me less if I'm yelling at them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's about, I suppose, measuring and working out which relationships you want to have um, an unbelievable experience in. Now, I'm going to change direction of this, if that's a, if this is okay. Connected, sure. but just yeah. change direction. Okay. What do you think of the view? When people ask me, uh, you know, I might be on a call and someone's like, okay, Marcus, like, I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And they've got all these ideas. I'm like, you know what? That's absolutely okay. Focus on who you want to be on a daily basis. And then the doing part will come in time. If you continue to be sincere, honest, generous, a respectful, great listener, all these things, then you're more likely to be in a state. And kind of what you were just saying, you're more likely to be in a place of, uh, for want of a better term, finding a solution, but really seeing what it is that you want to do when you remain in that, sp- in that, in that place. So it's kind of why I like the quote, doesn't matter what you do, but it's how you do it. If you do it in a way where you're being a great person, the things that you want to do in your life will show up. They'll come up. They'll be presented to you. What do you think? I agree. I absolutely agree with that. You know, you, you, the way if you're trying to attract things into your life, then you want to behave in a particular way that allows that to actually come into your life. Why would someone want to hang out with you if you're not the sort of person that they want to hang out with? Um, Why would the job present itself if you're going, "I hate my job"? No, no, no. Totally right. This sucks. And totally. And you know, you can talk about the power of attraction or the the power of repulsion. Both are equally as powerful, aren't they? You know. So if you're, this happened to me the other day. I I I saw a a Qantas pilot in a cafe, and um, and he's a practice member of of my practice beta. And I thought to myself, oh, I wonder how that other Qantas pilot is. I haven't seen him for a little while. The very next day, he came in to the practice. That's the power of attraction. That wow. that's not coincidence. That's the power of attraction. Um, there, there's other people that um. You, you might think of, I can't actually think of this right now, but there's other people that you might actually think of and you might actually go, oh, I just don't want to see that person and all of a sudden they cancel an appointment. So I don't, I, I can't think of anybody in that case, but you could easily, that is easily as powerful as the power of attraction, but will be the power of repulsion. So if you said, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job, you're definitely not going to see the beautiful things in your job or the beautiful people in your job because you got stinking thinking about it. Um, whereas if you saw all the amazing and the beautifulness um, that you actually get and all the benefit and every other good reason why you should love your job and could love your job and that your job is amazing for you, then more of those things and opportunities will present to you. Oh, Damo. So think? much gold. I think? love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, 
100%. I want to give a shout-out to the great Wayne Dyer on this because there's a great movie, and I seem to recommend this a lot. But for people that are listening and you love a little sit-down date night uh, with yourself or with someone else, I'm going to recommend that you watch a great Hollywood movie featuring Portia de Rossi, Wayne Dyer. It's called The Shift. And you can actually watch it for free on YouTube. I hope uh, Wayne and his uh, friends are okay with that. <laughs> Google the shit. Um, it's a beautiful movie for what we're talking about in terms of, you know, the doing is one thing, but the being really, in essence, is way more important because mm. it does stuff is going to happen in your life mm. that you're not going to want to do necessarily, mm. um, but you're going to have to be a great person if you're going to do it well mm. and get through it. And so. I love that movie in terms of just as a great reminder of just to just to be. I mean, we try and overcomplicate things so much, but just to be a great person, live with respect, no matter what it is that you're doing. Um, be honest and sincere. Be kind. Be supportive. Um, be generous. Like these things are just. It's not rocket science, but in this world of high tech, fast paceness, we forget what it takes. I mean, we often talk about just. You know, we've lost our manners, our P's and Q's. Where are the smiles and the thank yous and how are yous and not freaking out if a stranger says hello to us? Like, where's just the humanity of it all? So the doing is one thing, but the humanity side of living your life purpose is really just simply being um, a sincere and honest person. So nice. So nice. Do you remember the other day when we were walking and we said hi to people as they went past? I love doing that. I say hi to people all the time um, because, you know, most people look at you and then we'll look away. But if you can actually look at them and hold their gaze for a sec, say hi, do a little yeah. smile. People like it. It makes their day. I love it. Uh, yeah, good call. Be nice. Good call. Be, nice. Be nice. It's the survival of the nicest, the kindest. Ah, oh, that's what Vicky Kelly said at the Vicky summit, Kelly. isn't it? How cool was that? The decade of the survival of the kindest. Kindest. Yeah. yeah. Let's get that movement happening. Yeah, good call. Mm. Good call. Damo, your wisdom okay. as always. Beautiful, mate. Thank you. Thank, uh, you. thank you so much, Damon. Now, remember, folks, we'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love you to come to Ikaria. Don't forget, 100notout.com for the details for the on days. June 20 to 29. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd love your feedback on this episode. There are many ways to provide it. You can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash 100notout. Spell it all out in words, though, or just search for it. The wellnesscouch.com slash 100notout. Also, check out uh, the entire range of wellness podcasts available at thewellnesscouch.com and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. And uh, until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.